Welcome to The Catholic Perspective, a podcast brought to you by rcspirituality.org. Enjoy the episode. In some sense, St. Mary Magdalene is a paradigm for every Christian life. She was a great sinner who received the Lord's merciful love. That forgiveness created in her a living memory of mercy, which drew her to love him and follow him with all her heart, soul, mind, and strength. Through her participation in the Paschal Mystery, she came to know the Lord more deeply, and then he sent her to tell others the joyful news that he is risen. In our own way, each one of us is also called to a similar experience. We too are sought by Christ. We too are found by his love, and we too are sent to proclaim that love to others. St. Thomas Aquinas called St. Mary Magdalene the Apostle of the Apostles. But what exactly is an apostle? In Greek, the language in which the New Testament was written, apostle means someone who is sent. In fact, the Latinate equivalent is missionary. Granted, the term applies most fully to the twelve apostles chosen by Christ as the pillars of the Church and to those who share in their mission through the sacrament of holy orders. Yet the sacrament of confirmation, in particular, gives every Christian a share in that same mission. The Catechism reminds us that confirmation gives us a special strength in the Holy Spirit to spread and defend the faith by word and action as true witnesses to Christ to confess the name of Christ boldly and never to be ashamed of the cross. Christ chose St. Mary Magdalene to proclaim his resurrection to St. Peter, St. James, St. John, and the other apostles. In some way, we all share a similar calling to tell others that Christ has risen from the dead. It isn't always easy. It wasn't easy for St. Mary Magdalene to tell the apostles about the resurrection. She doubtless felt completely inadequate. She must have wondered, who am I that this should be entrusted to me? What if I don't get it right? What if they don't believe me? What if they throw my past back in my face? What if they point out that I'm uneducated? What if... In that moment, though, she must have remembered who had sent her. This was not her message. It was Christ's. And that's equally true for us. When we feel inadequate, it's important to bring those thoughts and feelings to the Lord. When we hold them up to him and test them by his light, we realize that we can do all things through him who gives us strength. Now let's briefly look at four ways to live our calling to be apostles. The first way is prayer. An apostle's most important relationship is the relationship with God. We're not sharing an idea, a strategy, or a fitness program. We're sharing a person, Jesus Christ, crucified and risen. Therefore, our relationship with him is paramount. When we find that we're anxious and stressed about sharing Christ's love with others, it's probably because we've forgotten the why behind the what. Being an apostle is meant to be something like a pitcher of water. The pitcher is constantly filled with the water of God's love, and that water overflows to others. Another way that prayer is at the heart of our apostolate, our mission, is our prayer for others. Every time we pray, we are drawing others closer to God. Every time we go to Mass, if we try to remember that we're entering the mystery of Christ's love, we're drawing the world closer to God. Every time we go to confession, 
We are releasing new love into the world. Imagine throwing a stone into a still pool of water. The ripples spread over the face of the waters and create wonderful new patterns. In the same way, from the silence of our communion with the living God in prayer, we are living out the call to be apostles. A second way to live out the call to be apostles is through our presence. The first letter of St. Peter encourages us to always be ready to give a reason for the hope that is in us. That obviously implies that we're not removed from the world around us with its hopes and its fears. It's easy to worry and complain about the way the world is today. Wars, cruelty, injustice, social mayhem, gender confusion, the list goes on and on. But Christ looks straight at us and asks, what are we, you and I together, going to do about it? God doesn't make mistakes, and we were born for precisely this moment in history. The third way to live out our call to be apostles is to be attentive. Christ was always attentive to every opportunity to share his Father's love with others. He related everything to his mission. The birds of the sky, the flowers in the field, fishermen, farmers, tax collectors. He thought and spoke from a place of prayer and was able to relate everything to God's Word. We all have dozens of daily opportunities to be an apostle of Christ. It might be through something we say or refrain from saying. It might be another of the corporal or spiritual works of mercy. It might be talking about Jesus with your kids. It might be asking a question to try to understand a friend's point of view. It might be a text message to assure someone of your prayers. Don't underestimate these little ways of being an apostle. It's also important to be attentive to consistent stirrings in our hearts to undertake something for the Lord. Perhaps he's calling us to a deeper commitment to spreading the good news of his love and resurrection. If we're attentive to those stirrings, which may come in prayer or through the circumstances of our lives, he will act. The fourth way to live out this call is by being inviting. We don't impose anything. We simply invite. Mary Magdalene didn't run and tell the apostles, Christ is risen, and if you don't believe this right away, he'll smite you. She just shared her experience and told them what he had told her. It was an invitation, not an imposition. As far as I know, no one ever became a Christian because he or she was humiliated in an argument. Instead of fighting, let's try inviting. Why not invite someone to go on a retreat or to watch an RC retreat guide? Why not invite someone to go to confession? Why not invite someone to go to Mass? Why not invite a neighbor over for dinner? Christ invited Mary Magdalene into freedom and life. For her, to be an apostle simply meant sharing that same good news with others. Jesus spoke these words to St. Mary Magdalene, Go and tell my brothers. And she did, becoming the apostle of the apostles. Today, he tells us the same thing. Go and tell my brothers. Go and tell my sisters. It's not complicated. It's a new way of seeing the world, which comes to us through God's grace. And the results are incalculable. In fact, we are Christians because someone else shared the faith with us. And each one of us is meant to be a link in the chain of grace extending throughout the centuries. 
Hopefully, this Easter retreat with St. Mary Magdalene, the Apostle of the Apostles, has helped us to deepen in our own identity as a seeker who is sought by God. And in the joy of the risen Christ, may we commit to sharing his love with others. In the words of the Collect from the Feast of St. Mary Magdalene, O God, whose only begotten Son entrusted Mary Magdalene before all others with announcing the great joy of the resurrection, grant, we pray, that through her intercession and example, we may proclaim the living Christ and come to see him reigning in your glory, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. You have been listening to The Catholic Perspective, a resource from rcspirituality.org. Please visit our website and check out more great resources to help you pray, learn, grow, and go. Please join our team of digital missionaries by subscribing at rcspirituality.org.